0: and welcome to the north county beat i'm your host kelly kyle and i am just as shook as you are that january is already over today's show is a bit of a wild ride it always is when you're talking about covid but before we begin a quick word from our sponsor here cassidy bandini at the forum in carlsbad is a proud supporter of the north county beat they are currently open for takeout so you can get all the fresh authentic flavors you love at home Plus, delicious margaritas to go. The Coast News and Casa di Bandini are teaming up to give away $50 gift cards for some great food and drink. For details, follow the Coast News on Instagram. That's at Coast News. Alright, let's do this. We're taking a really candid look at how business owners and local officials are holding up in light of all of these different guideline and rule changes. I focused on those in the food and beverage industry for this episode. Now, when I started producing this, outdoor dining wasn't allowed.
1: Today, we are announcing uh, and introducing a regional stay-at-home order in the state of California, fundamentally predicated on the need to stop gathering with people outside of your household.
0: And as I was scripting this, the restriction was lifted on outdoor dining.
1: Let me just jump right into the news of the day. Effective immediately, all the regions... Uh, in the state of California. All regions effective immediately are no longer in the stay-at-home order.
0: But depending on where you went a few weeks ago, it was hard to know just what the rules were. Some cities were pretty quiet, while others were pretty crowded. Like one of the weeks in Carlsbad, it was so busy. I was told by some friends that they had to wait 40 minutes to get a table on a weekend. So you have the state saying one thing, and the businesses doing another, and in the middle you have the cities trying to figure out what they could do to keep residents and small businesses healthy. Then of course, there's the everyday customer who, by this point, is just plain lost. If you're just a regular person like
2: most people are, I can't even, you probably, I cannot even believe
0: how confused you must be. Dandy Bagby and her husband Jeff are the owners of Bagby Beer Co. in Oceanside. The December stay-at-home orders prohibited any dine-in, so they switched to takeout. But some neighboring restaurants remained open, and that created more confusion. And it cannot make any sense
2: to people. It doesn't make a lot of sense to us, you know, let alone you're just a, you know, a regular person who's like, oh yeah, I want to go get a pizza. At Bagby, what do you mean you're not open? What do you mean I can't come in? Why not? Those guys are open. How come you're not open? And it's
0: it's been, it's been really challenging, honestly. Bagby Beer Co. operates out of this massive warehouse space that used to be a BMW dealership. Bagby loves the vibe that they've created there and says it's a big part of why people come. Despite that, she thought that switching back to takeout during the December stay-at-home orders was the right thing to do. Defying the orders didn't really cross her mind. So when the close down happened again in December, it was like, okay, everybody's gonna go home for a few weeks.
2: We can probably compete with this to-go pickup model, which
0: we think works really well, and people really like it. But as they quickly realized, people were not staying home. And many restaurants catered to that, which made it awkward when some potential customers would call Bagby. People were calling us and saying, oh, you guys open? Uh, We're we're open for to-go only. Oh, so we can't come
2: and dine-in? No. Oh, well, do you know where we can go to dine-in? They're calling. on we're like, we're not your directory. Also, the important employees answering the phone are like, please come here. Please
0: order from us and tip us. And I mean, can you imagine? The Bagbys just had to close their doors for a second time in January. The first was when the pandemic started in March of 2020. Basically, the takeout just didn't bring in enough revenue during the December stay-at-home orders. And with how difficult it is to transition between takeout and dine-in models, Dandy Bagby saw closing as their only option.
2: But I can't tell you how difficult it is to shut down again. I, I just didn't, I don't know how we could go through that again. So part of me is like, just wait, just sit tight and wait till you are completely confident you won't have to
0: shut down again. But that could be two months from now or longer. Bagby doesn't think it's fair to leave it up to the public to save small businesses right now. She says that's just a lot to put on people's shoulders. It's too much pressure on these, again, kind,
2: well-meaning people to be like, you need to go out or these businesses are going to fail. Like, come on. That's not right. They can't. There's not enough support in the world to make up for all that's happened.
0: Bagby is also careful not to condemn her fellow restaurant owners, who did continue dining. With so little known about the virus even now, it's hard for the state to create clear-cut regulations. And people took the rules to mean different things. I think that that just, it just allowed a lot of room
2: for interpretation. It allowed a a lot of room for confusion and comparison that may have been fair and some of it that may not have been fair. In terms of, well, how come that pop-up tent is okay, but your indoor dining room with, you know, two sides of roll-up windows is not
0: okay. The lack of specific language in the guidelines has created some sticky situations for restaurant owners. For example, during the recent shutdown, Carl Strauss Brewing Company stopped having servers take people's orders and switched to a to go model like they were supposed to. Here's Chad Heath, VP of Marketing and Sales for Carl Strauss.
1: And we're not like going out there and taking an order and bringing out beers. They put their order in at the counter, which is inside, which is the way it is for a lot of restaurants. They get a number and then they go sit outside and wait for their order to come. The food runner sees that order, hands it to them, and walks away. And then when the person gets up off the table, we sterilize it and do all the things we can to try and keep people safe.
0: Their official dine-in seating was closed. So the tables in question were in the street.
1: We closed down all patio dining and put everything into go containers and said, Hey, if you want to sit out here in a public space, knock yourself out. You're welcome to it.
0: So while Heath and the team didn't view this as dine-in, the county did. And Carl Strauss was issued cease and desist orders for two of their San Diego County locations. To prevent these types of situations from happening, Heath suggests state and city leaders work with industry groups like the California Restaurant Association, to make these rules airtight.
1: And they can go, where are the holes in this? What are we missing? What more do we need to clarify so that everyone knows exactly what the playing field looks like, as opposed to putting fairly broad stroke statements out there that really don't have a lot of detail to them.
0: Creating one-size-fits-all guidelines for a virus that's constantly evolving is a tall order, which is part of why the rules can feel so darn confusing. Recently, the County Board of Supervisors voted to up transparency by posting the scientific data behind their guidelines so people understand why these decisions are being made. Still, not all of the supervisors have the same approach when it comes to tackling COVID. Some, like County Supervisor Nathan Fletcher, have been more cautious about the widespread reopening efforts, especially as the new strain of COVID-19 enters the region. Fletcher encourages San Diegans to remain hopeful, reminding them that the vaccine is right around the corner.
1: That requires us to remain vigilant, uh, to not be complacent, to continue to take all the necessary precautions to slow the spread and to have some hope uh, because of the vaccine and the increased numbers of vaccine, uh, but to have that hope motivate us to be more diligent and more focused to lower the cases uh, because we know it is not
0: something we will have to do forever. Other county supervisors like Jim Desmond, Want to see businesses reopened with heightened safety measures as a way to improve the economy and people's mental health.
1: But I think we can be safe and, and allow people some of these people the you know the chances for their livelihoods if they're operating their businesses safely and they're not contributing and there's no data that shows that they're contributing to the, you know, increased spread of the virus that they should be allowed to be open. And, you know, hospitals are an issue. We we have to deal with it, no doubt. Uh, But we also, you know, maybe some of those people wouldn't be in the hospitals if their anxiety levels weren't so high because they're worried about food on their table or roof over their head. Or, you know, they put their life savings into a business and now it's shut down.
0: At the city level, councils are at the will of the state and the county when it comes to the actual rules of what can and can't be open. They really don't have a say in that. However, city governments do have a say in what enforcement looks like in their limits. I mentioned at the top of the episode how Carlsbad had been super busy a couple of weeks ago. Since then, the city made moves toward a more comprehensive approach to COVID guidelines— which was initiated by Carlsbad Councilwoman Teresa Acosta. The whole idea of having this comprehensive approach was to make sure that we're in line with the public health orders and that people are complying, but also that we're doing the same thing as uh, other cities in the county and working together collaboratively with the county. And then, of course, we want to support small businesses by having programming and incentives for them. If a business isn't compliant with the public health guidelines and they get found out, They risk losing pandemic relief money from the city and other permits that gave them the ability to do things like put tables in the street. As a small business owner herself, Acosta isn't trying to punish businesses. She wants to help them stay in compliance in order to build up the community as a whole. I'm a small business owner for the last 10 years in Carlsbad. I get it. I want to be supported. I want people to say let's shop local and support small businesses. And I'm constantly doing that and posting on my social media and to my friends and family, go support local businesses. At the same time, again, this is about community. And if we're not complying with laws meant to keep our community safe, then we are not acting like a community. Keep in mind, this is a messy situation. Deciding how to navigate a pandemic comes with many shades of gray, whether you are a business owner, a policymaker, or just someone deciding whether you should go out to dinner. For some, the decision is easy. If you're a frontline worker in an overwhelmed hospital, you have a much more grim picture of this situation. I'll be releasing a bonus interview with Dr. Kevin Shaw, who's been on our show before, He's an ICU doctor at scripps Encinitas, and he shared with me just how crazy the hospitals are right now and how he feels the community should respond. The point is, there is a lot to unpack with the COVID-19 pandemic and how to proceed, even after a year of dealing with it. If you want to share your own experiences on how you've chosen to interact with the world during these crazy times, hit us up on Twitter, at The Coast News. Until then, that's all I've got for you this week on the north county beat special thanks today to all our coast news reporters tirelessly covering the ever-changing local response to this pandemic huge shout out to reporter steve peterski if you want to read up on carlsbad situation he has a ton of great reporting on what's happening there ryan wolt is our podcast manager coast news editor-in-chief is jordan ingram our associate publisher is chris kidd and our publisher is jim kidd Thanks to all of you for listening and supporting the North County Beat. I'm your host, Kelly Kyle, and we will talk to you next time.